many Americans, caffeine is a regular part of daily life. A cup of coffee in the morning to get you through the day, or an energy drink in the afternoon to help you stay alert. And it's not just adults who are regularly drinking caffeine. A 2014 study in pediatrics reports that 73% of children under age 18 have caffeine on a daily basis. At the time, much of this intake came from soda that usually has anywhere from 30 to 40 milligrams. However, the CDC reports that up to 50% of kids today consume energy drinks that can have up to 200 milligrams of caffeine in just one standard can. Kids are smaller and therefore they're capable of drinking a two ounce shot or an eight ounce drink or even a 12 ounce drink. And that would be fine if that was a regular drink. But the amount of caffeine that's concentrated and other stimulant substances is going to have a stronger effect and potentially more adverse or negative dangerous side effects on a smaller body. So kids are considered high risk to the dangerous or negative side effects of energy drinks. That's Dr. Holly Benjamin, a professor and pediatric sports medicine specialist at the University of Chicago. Her 2011 study published in the American Academy of Pediatrics researched all of the caffeinated beverages on the market. She found that energy drinks like Red Bull pose the greatest health risks due to their high caffeine content. Energy drinks can cause some harm to the body, and it's primarily through the substances that are causing that stimulant energy drink effect. And we see heart problems such as irregular heartbeats or rapid heartbeats. We'll see even high blood pressure problems as well. We get into neurologic problems like seizures are the most serious and many people end up in emergency room actually for an energy drink overdose, so we call it. And that can give you jitters, insomnia, restlessness, and as I said, even seizures. And those aren't the only problems caffeine can cause. In addition to physical symptoms, it can also worsen existing psychological problems. We see sometimes some pretty severe anxiety, trouble sleeping, insomnia, jitters. These side effects of having too much caffeine can range from mild, like an upset stomach, to much more serious issues like heart problems. Benjamin has seen many of these cases firsthand in the emergency room. When kids come into the emergency room, it's enough of a problem that we actually have to worry about taking an energy drink in or taking a stimulant substance when kids come in with a seizure, for example, or severe chest pain. We have actually had to rule out heart attack workups on kids because they've taken some high-dose stimulant substances. And that's kind of scary. But what makes energy drinks so much more dangerous than coffee? These highly caffeinated beverages are disguised behind super sweet flavors and colorful packaging, much different than the coffee tins marketed towards adults. It seems that marketing is almost deliberately targeting kids. When you brightly package a drink, sometimes it's even some of these energy drinks have juice box straws with them. And then you give them names like ice pop or tropical punch strawberry watermelon or lemonade, that certainly doesn't sound dangerous and it almost sounds like it should be a kid's drink. And, you know, kids are a vulnerable population and American Academy of Pediatrics has lobbied and felt very strongly that there needs to be more regulation when marketing is targeting kids, when these drinks are freely available on the shelves, side by side with other drinks that kids could have or should have. You know, it's in grocery stores and convenience stores. It's just not fair. 
To see the latest culprit of this, look no further than Prime Energy. The brand was created in 2022 by two social media influencers, Logan Paul and KSI. Both men have a large following of fans, many of whom fall into the 14 to 20 age range. Earlier this summer, Prime Energy made headlines when Senator Chuck Schumer called on the FDA to investigate the brand. Schumer cited concerns over the high caffeine content, combined with the marketing strategies he believes are aimed at kids. The biggest problem with Prime Energy, which is one of the latest energy drinks to hit the market that seems to be targeting kids, is it is the highest concentration of caffeine per serving of any of the common energy drinks that we've dealt with in the last you know, 10 or 20 years. A prime energy drink weighs in at about 200 milligrams of caffeine per serving, which would be about two cups of coffee, whereas your Red Bull is about 80 milligrams per eight ounce serving, and a Monster comes in at about 160 milligrams of caffeine per serving. On top of this, Prime Energy bears a similar resemblance to its non-caffeinated counterpart, Prime Hydration, which is much like Gatorade or other sports beverages. Prime Energy comes in a slim aluminum can, while Prime Hydration is packaged in a slightly larger plastic bottle. However, these two drinks share extremely similar branding, flavors, and sit next to each other on shelves, which can confuse kids and parents alike. Prime seems to be a pretty successful marketing hydration product. They're starting to be official sports drinks for some, you know, big teams and even professional teams out there. The biggest problem is that they continue to not distinguish between like prime hydration, which it's reasonable for an athlete, especially a pro athlete to use versus prime energy drinks. You know, you're going to have kids out there thinking, oh, I should be drinking a prime because, you know, some sports star that I look up to is drinking prime drinks. And if we're not able to tell the good prime hydration from the bad prime energy drinks, then it's not fair and then we're causing more harm. Benjamin says this falls into a larger problem of caffeinated beverage companies capitalizing on the sports beverage market. Caffeinated drinks like these are now advertising themselves as beneficial for sports performance and athletic ability. While these drinks certainly give you energy, Benjamin says not all energy is created equal. There's always been historically a lot of confusion about what good energy and bad energy is. For example, kids who drink a Gatorade doing some sports activities are looking for energy through good calories, through carbohydrate, through electrolytes, through water that's in the drinks, and and that's a good thing. Energy drinks, I think, that are true energy drinks, meaning they have a stimulant substance in it, such as caffeine, which is really a drug, have kind of capitalized on the idea that energy is good. And they've, I think through marketing, have almost potentially deliberately created confusion. So what is a safe amount of caffeine for kids to have? The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends, in general, avoiding caffeine under the age of 12. But over the age of 12, they say 100 milligrams would be reasonable. It's definitely preferred to be in a natural form, such as actually a coffee, a tea, or chocolate. And then when you get to be as adult aged, around age 18 or so, 200 milligrams a day is very reasonable and is fairly unlikely to cause significant side effects other than the risk of daily intake causing addiction. So next time you're at the grocery store, take a look at the ingredient list and remember the recommended amount of 100 milligrams of caffeine for children over 12. 
You can find more information about Dr. Holly Benjamin and all of our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org. This segment was written by our associate producer, Tabor Brewster. Our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal.